interviews, haunting stories, creatures of the unknown, and tales that will chill you to the bone. Brought to you by the UPRN Network and Bit from Paranormal Society. Take a walk into the night with Sean Kelly. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to my show, uh, Into the Night with Sean Kelly on UPRM Radio 105.3 New Orleans. And uh, about last Tuesday, uh, there were some technical difficulties, and for some reason, I wasn't on, but that was all settled. Um, I got the opportunity to go on Wednesday night from 11 to midnight and, and had a good time. Uh, so hopefully some of the people who were listening last last week um, come and join me this week, and uh, we're going to talk uh, whatever we're going to talk about tonight. Um, so I had a decent week. You know, things have been moving fast, uh, different type of situations, which is like totally out of my control are happening. But, you know, I, I'm doing okay. You know, um, I'm just uh, looking to just looking to start a new life. You know, I, I don't I, I mean, I don't know where I'm going to go with it. Um, but I like I told last week, like I was saying last week was I definitely want to really get into the radio um, and more podcast. And I'm definitely going to write a book. So if any of my listeners out there um, would like to, uh, okay, I will. Uh, anybody that would like to, you know, give me any suggestions on something that I could write about, feel free, tell, you know, feel free to do. Hey, Ryan, good to see you. Ah, thank you for being on tonight, bud. Um, so, yes, I'm, I'm looking forward to it, too. Uh, I have a lot of uh, different things that I do want to write about, um, and, and it's just interesting. And I just want to get this month over with, and then then I can start. Um, but last week was wasn't bad at all. Um, you know, I uh, was I followed behind Michelle on the outer realm. And uh, so I got a lot of, you know, get people from her show over to mine. So we'll see how it turns out tonight. So I'm doing okay. Um, not too much really, really happening. Uh, this past Saturday, I was with my friend Drake Bowman from the Oakmont Paranormal Society. And we had a round table with a couple other paranormal groups. And it was pretty interesting. Um, Drake brought up some good questions, some great questions, and, uh, it, it was a lot of fun meeting all types of new people and, um, hopefully just getting everything, you know, just, you know, doing the things for, you know, October Halloween season. So speaking of Halloween, okay, now all my, all, all most of my life, Okay, I've been hearing that the veil gets really, really low around Halloween until, no, if I say it wrong, forgive me, but Sandheim 
which is a week, a holiday, a New Year, some sort. But um, but with investigating almost the whole year around, you know, ghosts come out. So what makes it different, you know? I mean, I, I really can't put my finger on it, right? It's like... We get the same amount of activity, you know, as we would in April, May, and June. But I believe, okay, I feel that the veil has always been low, okay? Um, and it, and it's, to me, it's like getting really, really lower. And, and I'll explain that to you. Um, today at work, it was crazy. So... I was at, at work. I worked for Shop and Save, and I am a meat cutter. So I was cleaning the room, the meat room, about oh, 4, 4.30 in the afternoon today. And um, I'm cleaning the slicer. And then all of a sudden, I heard a, a, a woman's voice, okay? And as I turned my head like that, because we have swinging doors, um, as I turned my head, I saw... A, you know, a lady in a white cloak, like a white butcher's, you know, smock, whatever you want to call them, coats. That's what we call them, coats. And so I figure, well, you know, maybe it was one of the deli girls that came over, you know, because whenever, because our seafood case is over that way. So I'm thinking, okay. Um, so I went over to the deli. <laughs> there ain't no women working there today. It was all men. And I was like, that was strange. That was really, really, really strange. And and I mean, I literally saw this girl. I couldn't catch the face. I mean, I just caught her back. And so as I'm cleaning up the meat room, I happened to glance over to where we wrapped the meat on the meat wrapper. And I saw a middle-aged man standing there at the meat wrapper. And I was like, holy mackerel, you know? I was like, this is interesting. Stop what I did and, you know, closed my eyes and I said, do you have a message for me, you know, say or whatever? But, you know, you're more than welcome to come into the meet room when I'm here so we can maybe chat or just tell me you're around. But um, what was the real crazy thing, and I kind of jumped on this one because I really wasn't waiting for it, but as I was still cleaning the slicer, right, I heard a real loud boom, 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 three times. Right, right like right next to me, and nobody was there. <laughs> I was like, dang, God. I said, I turned around. And I said, you know what? I know you're here, but you didn't have to do that to me while I'm cleaning a slicer, you know. But uh, so that that was that was the interesting um, thing that happened to me today. Um, about the same store that I work in, all right, over in the produce section, where there was a produce girl, and she come running over, man. She would, I mean, I mean, you could, she literally was really really white and she was scared and I said what's wrong what's wrong and she said I was putting out the lettuce in the case and all of a sudden 
the uh, green onions are flying off to the shelf by themselves. No lie, seriously. Uh, she was really, really nervous. And, and the reason why she came over is because she knew that I investigated, you know, paranormal. It kind of like really, really like blew her mind away. Um, but my store that I work at, yeah, it's definitely haunted. Extremely, extremely haunted. But uh, so that that's, not, I'm not, you know, racking my brain over this thing about the veil. Okay, but it, it's something for me to, you know, research a little bit more about. Um, like I said before, you know, the spirits, um, we, like I said, we get the same activity as we would, you know, in April, May, and June. So if, if you can, uh, whoever's uh, listening to the show, if you want to chime in on it, please uh, leave a message in the comments. Um so what's everybody's plans for Halloween? I know we got another week, you know, or two about coming up for Halloween. What's everybody's plans? Do you like to get dressed up? Do you like to go to, you know, the make-believe haunted houses where they dress up as actors? Um, when I was younger, okay, I, I used to work at those houses, okay, and, and, and I had a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun doing it. Um, Mainly, I was like a vampire all the time, you know. And I remember this one time. This is a, on. This was so cool. I mean, there was a guy. I was laying in the coffin, right, and I'm laying down there, and I'm pretending I'm dead. I'm, you know, like a vampire. And so this guy is just showing off for these two girls. I'm, I'm telling you, it was he, he, he was, he was a pain in the ass, is what he was. So he comes over to over to the uh, coffin, and I, you know, I could tell he was there, and I just opened my eyes, and he peed his pants. <laughs> yes, he did. He peed his pants, and uh, um, so it's, it's like uh, I had fun doing those, and the reason why I also like doing them is because, um. Because I'm a nutcase, if you want to say that. Maybe I'm still a nutcase. I don't know. Ryan, am I a nutcase? <laughs> I don't know. But Halloween used to be really big for me. Um, I always enjoyed it. And uh, I don't know. It just seems like the older that you get, you know, the fun goes out of it. You know? Um I'm more concerned about how much candy I have or, you know, that I'm going to be passing out for the kids walking our streets, you know. Oh, yeah, let me remind you, please, 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 Halloween night or whenever your trick-or-treating night is, slow down. Please drive carefully because there's going to be a lot of kids and parents out there getting some candy, you know. So we don't want no accidents to happen, right? So please slow down and, um, and 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 whenever you see the costumes of the little ones coming up, you know what you know. You know tell them it look, they look they they look cute. You know what I mean? Because uh, I really believe that positive affirmation to a person means a lot. 
even to a little kid, you know. But uh, so so the Halloween comes around, and and uh, I'm really, you know, it's funny. A lot of people ask me, do I watch horror movies? Okay, and I do. But to be honest with you, okay, I like the old Lon Chaney movies. You know, I like the old, um, you know, Bella Lugosi, Lon Chaney. To me, those were really, really, and I know they're classic, classics now, but, you know, back then they were classic. It, it just, I don't know who, who's from Pittsburgh um, around, you know, listening to my show, but we had a uh, Saturday nights was Chili Billy, Chiller Theater. And uh, he used to throw those, you know, kind of movies on Saturday nights at 1130. They were, they were great. Um, so, so those were the kind of horror movies that I would watch, you know. And as time came up, they had that Friday the 13th come up. Jason, like, Jason Lives, Jason, you know. Uh, it was crazy. All it was was slasher films. The guy never died. Now, was he a zombie? Was Jason a zombie on that one? Or how about that dude, the one in the dreams? Um, he came in your dream, Freddy Krueger. How about that? Now, I mean, you know, back then you watched them and you're like thinking, hmm. You know, you get a little scared. You know, you're a little nervous. And... You really don't want to go watch them because you're afraid you're going to get scared. But now when they have them on TV, the old Friday the 13th, the old Freddy Kruegers, you're just just kicking yourself in the butt. It's like, this ain't nothing. Okay? But what I like about it is that I look at um, the way people dressed back then in the 80s. <laughs> And I'm like, wow, especially the women, especially the girls, because they had that real big hair, you know. And But I think they used a whole can of um, hairspray just to keep it up. But um, and then the men, the way they dressed and it, it, that is a little nostalgic, if you know what I mean. But uh, so that's that, that's with my Halloween. This Halloween, it's going to be different. You know, I have a couple places to go to. But, you know, after that, who knows what's going to happen? You know, um, I'm, I'm just taking it one day at a time. You know, that's one thing I learned in AA was, you know, yesterday is in the past. So whatever happened yesterday, it's gone. It's done. It's, it's over. And uh, today I live, I, I got to live in t t today because today is not over yet. Not until I go to bed. And I can't really look at the future. I can't really look at tomorrow because tomorrow's not here yet. You know what I mean? So I have been living in the now. You know, and I'm okay. What's well, Eric? I hope to spend. Hi, Eric. Thank you for dropping in. Eric says, I hope to spend time in my folks' woods conjuring little people. Hallow's Eve. We've seen him and heard him laughing. Side note, I used to play Michael Myers at a theme park. One of the tough guys hit me in the head with a bottle, so it just tilted my head back. <laughs> uh, thank you for sharing that, Eric. 
Yeah, so Eric, while, while we're here talking, uh, what what do you do to conjure the little people? Um, what what kind of things do you do? Do you play music? Do you put something out? Um, if you'd like to share with us, please do. Um, and I do believe in the little people. Oh, yeah, I, I really, really do. And, um, but speaking of little people, how about that? Uh, that one horror movie, uh, The Leprechaun, one and two. Oh, my God. Now, that was creepy, man. You know, because I, for a long time, I liked leprechauns until the movies came out. And then, you know, I kind of like had an, another uh, thought about it. But I had, so me and leprechauns didn't get along, you know, when those movies came out. But now, you know, that was a while back. But I, like like you, Eric, you know, I, I do believe in the little people. I do hear them too, you know. What I like to do, and my brother taught me this, he put out milk, <clears throat> milk and honey, and uh, and what he did, and put milk, honey, and put little shiny things out there, and uh, and I seen little lights go around, you know, you know the milk and honey, so it was like. Yeah, and and as everybody knows, um, that um, I do go gold prospecting. So it's like um, when when I'm out in the woods in the creek, you know, I, I see little ring fairies, you know, fairy rings, you know, the bold circles with mushrooms. My camera keeps going in and out. I don't know. Maybe there's something up here with me in the room. Who knows? But. Um, so I do believe in the little people. Now, my help, like I said, getting back to the Halloween bit, um, I'm just going to stay home this year after, because um, I'm not really doing anything, and I'm going to pass candy out, and I'm looking forward to it. Um, so that's my Halloween. That's my October this year. And then being a meat cutter, you know, at a supermarket, it's like our busiest time of the year. Okay, because right after Halloween, we actually got Thanksgiving in a couple weeks, and then we jump into Christmas, and then one week we jump into New Year's. So November and December are like really, really busy for us. So who knows what's going to happen? So, well, I don't know. Um, what do you think? What tell me, people who are out there now, tell me, do you guys dress up for Halloween? What kind of candies do you pass out? You know? Um, do you go to any parties? Uh stuff like that. I used to go <laughs> again to a lot of parties. But the older you get, right? The older older you get. Uh, the more time you need your sleep, you know. So, thinking about um, Halloween, you know, you see pumpkins, you see witches, you see ghosts, you know, cartoons and stuff like that, and then you see them decorations all over the place. 
in fact, it, to me, I call it a little mini Christmas, you know, an orange Christmas before the real Christmas comes in. But so for all the um, witches or Wiccans out there who, Eric, okay, here we go. Hi, Eric. Thanks for getting back to us. Eric says, I like incense, meditate, and wait. The other night, they moved reeds a few feet away from me. Plus, I put out a treasure plate, fruit, shiny things. I never know if Bigfoot is going to pop through a portal. You know, I'm glad you brought that up. That's cool uh, um, what you're doing there. You know how, you know, you you got to take care of the little people because, you know, I, I guess it's custom or whatever. If you help, if you take good care of them, in fact, they will take care, good care of you. Um, now about Bigfoot, that would be crazy. That's a good question I want to ask Eric. What would you do if you actually came face to face with Bigfoot? What would you do? I know me, I'd probably stand like frozen, you know, can't move. And I'm fat and I'm slow, so I'd be the first one to go. <laughs> you know, all the other ones can escape. But um, no, nah, it just, that's an interesting question. What would happen if you came face to face with Bigfoot? Now, if you don't want to answer, um, my question, you know, in the chat room, you can, you know, go to the Pittsburgh Paranormal Society Facebook page, okay, and you can leave me a message, or you can go to my Facebook page, Sean Kelly, um, my picture is the logo of PPS, you can go there and you can send me a message and tell me what, you know, what you think. Um, now, being with Chasing Prophecy and being in you know with my show and, and listening to all the um so-called experts in the field you know um I, I believe in the bigfoot you know now when i started this three years ago if you asked me if i believed in bigfoot i'd, I'd laugh at you i'd say no way uh-uh no i i don't believe in that stuff I didn't believe in UFOs. I didn't believe in aliens. I sure as hell didn't believe in cryptids. You know, Thunderbirds, you know, the Mothman. I didn't. But as time went on and doing the show, I, you know, start kind of like leaning a lot to where they do exist. Now, and when I, what I mean by when I say that is, you know, I have seen ghosts. I have talked to ghosts. Okay. And I know they're real. Well, even though we have all these um, people that, you know, say, you know, UFOs exist, aliens exist. Well, you know what? I believe them, but for me, I need to shake an alien's hand. I meet him face to face and shake his hand, or her hand, or whoever, what they are, hand. And then I got to see a spaceship land in my backyard. 
okay. And when I see the spaceship and shake hands with the alien, you know what? And I know they're definitely for a fact. Eric comes back and says, well, um, probably have a heart attack. And, and he's responding to the question I asked him, what would you do if you came face to face with Bigfoot? And this is him answering that. Eric goes, well, LOL, probably have a heart attack. I know I wouldn't take a picture because from what I hear, they don't like flashes. I'll probably raise my hands and keep eye contact. Okay, that's cool. That's cool. Or, you know, and, and um, that's pretty cool that you said that. It's like, for me, I'd probably, I don't know, like I said, I would freeze. Or if, or if I'm out in the woods, I jump under a bunch of weeds or, you know, something like that. So unless he caught my, you know, I, you know, that's a good question. I ask a good question. I ask good questions. Yeah, I do. But I, I don't know. I'd probably end up being dead, you know. Or, you know, whatever, whatever, whatever would happen, that that's okay. Because I was, because Eric, I look at it like this, you know, everything happens for a reason. There's no such thing as coincidences. So if the reason for me to see a Bigfoot, then there, there has to be a reason. And if I'm alive, eventually I'll find out about it. So that's where, uh. I am with looking for, well, having a Bigfoot come at me, you know. And that's also, you know, coming back from uh, the woods to where if a dog man, okay, dog man's really, really big. John Ventry, who's on our co-host on Chasing Prophecy, really, really believes in that dog man. And if I'm not mistaken, if he's listening, I really do believe he thinks it's the werewolves, all right? Now, we have had shows on Chasing Prophecy about the Dogman and how it's very possible that they could be werewolves, you know? And again, I'm on the fence with that. You know, with all the stuff that's going out there, that's found out there in the world, you know, in fact, I saw the other day um, that they were finding new type of uh, creatures down in the ocean, you know. So God only knows what's out there in the woods, you know. Um, maybe one day I'll, I'll, I'll find out, you know, <laughs> and who knows what will happen. No more into the night, I will tell you that, you know. And speaking of into the night, um, I'm, um, I disbanded Pittsburgh Paranormal Society because um, of my retirement. You know, I figure I started it, I'll end it. And um, so pretty soon, you know, I'm working with my friend Nicole. And I really, my focus is going to be more on my show. And, and different things into the night, you know, I, I it's like I just want to go out and talk about different things, you know, so, you know, because Pittsburgh Paranormal Society for 17 years was great and had a lot of fun with it. 
but it, it's time to go. And, and I'll tell you when I realized when it was time to go, too. You know, we did an investigation at the Hensdale house. And I saw Ryan, and I saw Jason, and I, and I saw Jessica, and they were so excited about, you know, setting up the cameras, you know, doing this type of investigation, doing that type, you know, what we can do, set this up here, set this up here. And, and they had all that excitement about it, you know. And even when we were at the Penn Brewery, same thing. They were so excited, you know. And I just saw Jason and Ryan talking, and they're like, how are we going to set up our cameras and stuff like that? And, you know, coming up with all these great ideas and smiling and, and talking. And you know what? I used to be like that when I first started a long time ago. And I turned to my cousin Roy, and I said, you know what? It's, it's about time. It's about time that I, I retire, you know. So, so that, that's one of the reasons. It's time for a new, new blood to get into it, you know. I, I've been to a lot of places. I investigated a lot of places. I have all kinds of, you know, evidence, pictures, videos. I have all that, you know. And now it's time for new people, new ways you know, new types of equipment, you know. But I, I have to thank everybody that was part of in part of PPS since 2006. I really do. Because even though we had, you know, you know, we had some good times, we had some bad times, we had some rough times, but you know what? If it wasn't for everyoneians okay, PPS wouldn't have existed, okay? But I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart. You know, sure, I, I made the group, and sure, I did this for the group, and I got the investigations, blah, blah, blah. But you guys are the ones that would investigate. And... Uh, again, I thank you, you know, um, so, and I, I know that everybody that has started their groups have been with my group, I know they're going to do okay, you know, um, I'm still keeping up the Pittsburgh Paranormal Society Facebook page, and if we get any, um, and if I get any messages from somebody that needs an investigation it automatically goes to to groups you know um or i can send the the people to the right person or the right group so you know that they will be able to help them out um, so that that's what's going to happen but i'm going to you know really concentrate on into the night and writing the book you know who knows how it's going to go? You know, if anybody out there knows how to, you know, has any secrets or for me to start writing, you know, feel free to send me a message and uh, we'll get started on it, you know. So I'm really looking forward to it. And I want to thank everybody out there 
who supported Pittsburgh Paranormal Society through the years. I made a lot of friends, a lot of acquaintances, helped out many, many families. And I'm, and I'm grateful for that. Totally, totally grateful for that. But I want to thank everybody for supporting PPS. Okay. So where can we go from now? Where, where, where can we lead on to? Um, so, okay, we can do this. Aliens. Now see, I don't know. Do you all see my camera out there? Is it like moving in and out? Um, maybe I'll see if I'm moving in and moving out. I don't know. But Mike, Michael Angle, he, he has his show on um, 8 o'clock to 9 on the same channel, UPRN Talk Radio 105.3, New Orleans. Okay. And um, he had a show a couple weeks ago about, um, you know, when, you, when you're driving along and all of a sudden the street light goes off at night. And once you pass that street light, okay, it turns back on again. Does anybody ever experience that? I experience that all the time. Um, I remember one time coming back from an investigation and I had three or four investigators in my car. And before we even pulled up to the light, I said, you watch that light, that, um, that street light's going to go off. Shores enough, you know, um, I pulled up to the street light and you know what? It went off. And I'm like, no way. It was funny. And then I said, you watch when we move, that light's going to turn back on. And sure enough, it turned back on. So my question is, is it spirit telling you to leave, you know, saying hello to you? Is it spirit? Is it an anomaly? I personally think it's a spirit. You know, because when, when, when I drive at night, I get really, really tired, you know, and I really shouldn't be on the road. But, um, or if there's something real heavy on my mind that I'm doing a lot of thinking, and I see the streetlight go out, and it's like, okay, we know you're here. We're with you. So we're, you're going to be okay. So I, in my, no doubt in my mind, I mean, you can have so many, you know, different scenarios, different, you know, meanings or, you know, whatever, whatever you want to come up with. But for me, it's a spirit talking to you, but through the streetlight, you know, or how about, oh, I'm going to ask you guys this too. Um, were you ever, you know, driving and you got somebody tailgating you? I mean, right up on your butt. And you kind of like mental telepathy, the car to, to go back, you know, slow down or whatever. It happened. I, it's happened. You know, I've done it a couple times. I remember a couple times, oh, something dinged, so I don't know. Um, I don't know, I'll figure it out when the show's over with. But, you know, there was one time that this guy was on my butt, 
And I was just like, you back up now. You back up now. You back up now. And sure enough, the dude backed up. And he stayed behind me far away too, you know. So is that my mind telling that dude to back up? Am I telepathying him saying, you know, I will kick your ass if, you, you know, you keep um, going and riding my butt? Or even, you know, maybe that's very possible. And there goes my camera again. I'm not touching the table. You know, I'm just leaning in like this. But it come, keeps going in and out. So if anybody out there can give me a reason why that is happening, um, please tell me. You know, I had uh, earlier today, um, I was on my friend's show, Nicole Anton Antoinette. Let me, let me get her name. Let me look that name up, all right? I know. Hold on. Let me see. Okay, let's see if I can get it. Yeah, her name's Nicole Antoinette, and she has um, a show that comes on at 7 p.m. to 8 p.m. Tuesday night. And um, let me try. Uh, but you know what? I was on her show earlier, and she's a good girl. Okay, she's a very kind person, very loving person. Okay, and she's she's into psychic mediums, psychic mediumships, you know, tarot readings, you know. And um, what you need to do, and, and if you can do this for me, you know, um, can you go to you know her uh, guiding echoes? That's the name of her show, guiding echoes, G U I D I N G echoes and if you can go and watch her show on tuesday nights at seven probably spirits my phone is draining fast since i tuned in oh really eric okay more wow you know when we go on investigations or yeah my drain too real quick and the batteries for you know the cameras and such but her name, my friend, that is Nicole Antoinette, and she has her own show. Uh, uh, just said it. I forget. I don't know when it comes back. I'll say. Please go watch her show. Um, Seven to eight, UPRN Radio one hundred five point three. Uh, six o'clock Central Time, seven o'clock Eastern Time. And she's a sensitive. She is um, a tarot reader. And she's a medium. And she's very good at what she does. Very lovely girl. Very, very, um, very in tune with the universe out there. So pop on by, you know, check her show out. Um, and see, see, maybe you can, you know, like get a reading from her. She also... I, I know if you go on her show, she'll tell you all the different places that you can go to in order if you wanted a reading or something like that, you know. But uh, life for me coming up, it's going to be fun. And I'm going to, you know, make it fun. I'm not going to try. I'm going to do. I'm going to do it, you know. 
start a whole new path of life for me. For me. Um, as you can tell, you know, I had a girlfriend one time that says I speak in double negatives and it's wrong. <laughs> That's how I learned. That's how I speak, double negatives, and I got the Pittsburgh slang. Pittsburghese is what it's called. Um, and we'll, we'll just see what happens. And I hope that you continue to watch my show and you can come along the journey with me. I think that would be really, really interesting if you could join me on my journey, you know, and then, you know, we can talk about it on the show, um, you know, set up a Facebook group and we can talk about all kinds of different things that you want to do, you know, um, and it, it would be great to have you guys do it, like Eric, Tommy, you know, Holly, you know, my followers that I have. You know, that, that would be great. So, if you have any ideas that you think I, I might be interested in doing, you know, um, feel free to tell me. That would be great. And I'll write them down and we'll go from there. You know, it's crazy. For the last three or four days, I've been thinking about pumpkin patches. You know, Noah. I want to go to a pumpkin patch and I'm going to drink apple cider. You know what I mean? And I want to pick a pumpkin out. And I, it's just been on my mind. And uh, maybe I might be able to get the one. That would be pretty cool. And I'll tell you what I'll do. If I do get the one, I'll take somebody with me. And um, we'll snap some pictures, you know, me drinking some cider or some, some pumpkin, buying a pumpkin or something like that, you know, anything. And maybe go on a hayride, you know, a hayride, not a haunted one, but just a regular hayride through the pumpkin patch, you know. That would be so cool. I'd be like, what am I doing here, dudes? What am I doing here? But you know what? That's something I want to do, okay? And... Um, Hopefully, and then when I do do it, okay, I'll take little videos and uh, I'll have Joe put it on for us so we can watch what's going on. Now, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I'm, I'm, I'm really, really excited about everything that's going to be happening soon. I really am. You know. Um, but our last show, a little bit off the topic of Halloween and all kinds of other stuff that has to do with the paranormal or cryptologies, whatever. But last night, last, our last, tonight's show on Chasing Prophecy, we had a, an author. Um, his name was, uh, oh, let me get that. Hold on one second. Hold on. His name was, uh, His name was Jack Roth, and his book is coming out on November 15th, I think, November 13th or 15th, one or the other, and it's called Killing Kennedy, Exposing the Plot, the Cover-Up, and the Consequences. You know, I, I don't know all the youngins out there, 
But um, I don't know if you ever read up or heard about the um, killing of John F. Kennedy, our president, back in 1963, November 22nd. Um, it, it, it was a sad day for America. It really was. And so there, since that, you know, the killing of JFK, right, there has been a lot of conspiracy theories about who killed John F. Kennedy. And we had the author on Jason Prophecy, you know, the last show here tonight. And it was very, very interesting. Well, seriously, totally interesting. You know, coming up with the ideas of it could have been the CIA or was, you know, or he spoke more on Lee Harvey Oswald, who's the one that shot Kennedy. But if, if you get the opportunity, if you can, please get that book, because I think it's going to be very interesting. It's called Killing Kennedy by Jack Roth. What are your thoughts, everybody? What do you think about, you know, about Kennedy? Do you think Oswald did it? Do you think it's a conspiracy? Do you think the CIA is like using Oswald as, you know, a front? You know, so I don't know if you have any uh, reactions or if you have any suggestions, if you want to, please send me a message or leave it here in the comments. It would be okay. You know, maybe we can talk, chat, chat about it. Oh, wow. Time's getting pretty close here. Let's see. About 10 more minutes, maybe less than that. But um, to close for tonight, 10 for tonight, I just um, want to say that to everybody out there that thank you for being you. And thank you for what you do. Because without you, where would we be? I don't, who knows? But I want to thank you for being you. And Eric, I'm telling you, I, you know, Eric, here's what you could do. You know, whenever you go out, how is he? You know, and you go out and bring a camera along with you, okay? And set it up. And maybe you could get some, uh, pictures of the little people you know that would be pretty cool um anybody else out there who wants to do something like that you know or if you believe in leprechauns and fairies and you know um the one road that we go down blue mist road now there's not a covered bridge on it but um i just keep thinking of the legend of sleepy hollow you know so sometimes at night when I would go down the path, I would, you know, uh, snapping pictures, always looking for that jack-o'-lantern coming, riding, you know, coming right toward me, riding a big black horse, you know. Um, that, that was like one of my favorite, you know, one of my favorite scary movies. And um, maybe someday <laughs> I'm walking down a path where I actually do come upon a covered bridge. 
And there he is coming right at me. And you say, what will you do? What will you do? I'd probably jump in the creek. <laughs> I'd jump in the creek and look for the little people is what I'd probably do. So on this ending note, everybody just be safe. Have fun. Slow down, especially on Halloween. And I hope your children get lots and lots of candy. And children, if you are listening to this, especially teenagers, bring an extra pillowcase with you. Yes. And just don't do it in the neighborhood. Have your mom and dad drive you around to different parts of the neighborhood, to other parts of the city or wherever, or another suburb, and get as much as you can. And my favorite candy, and, you know, I felt bad for my son because when he was young, I had taken trick-or-treating, okay? And uh, I'd, I'd, I'd leave him two Reese's, and I'd take, like, 20 of them. <laughs> ten, 10 for me and 10 for my wife, ex-wife. But Reese's peanut butter cups are, you know, the favorite for me. I really like those. Um, candy corn. The best way to eat candy corn is open up the bag and throw the candy corn away. That's how you do it. I just can't deal with that stuff. I can't. And then, you know, here's another question if you really want. What are you passing out for Halloween? What kind of candy are you going to give out there? Or I remember my neighbor's. She used to hand out dimes, which was cool. But I want to know what you guys are, are going to do for Halloween. You know, that's your that's your homework assignment, all right? And hopefully you'll be back, ne you know, next week and we can seriously talk about it. But just tell me what you're going to be doing for Halloween and what kind of candy you paint going to give out. Well, it is close to the witch and hour, and it's time for me to go. So, everybody have a good night. And, uh, children, if you can, <laughs> get drunk on candy and, and, and uh, use a screwdriver. <laughs> That's funny. I like that. <laughs> get drunk on candy and screw in a screwdriver. But parents, you know, um, go up to your children and give them a hug and tell them that you love them. And children, please go to your parents, give them a hug and tell them that you love them. That three words. I love you goes a long way. And on that note, I want to wish everybody good night. And I'll see you next week on Into the Night with Sean Kelly on UPRN Radio 105.3. Happy hunting. Goodbye. Good night.